All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Dale Weiss, and you're watching Nasty Knuckles. You're listening to Nasty Knuckles, the Hockey Outlaws podcast, with your host, Terry Nasty Sotomayor, and former Philadelphia Flyer enforcer, Riley as they go behind the scenes with your favorite NHL players. Time to face off. All right, welcome back. What's happening, Nasty? What's up, Regaralia? What are you doing there? You at the zoo or what? I don't know. I see some leaves. That looks like a some... mushroom festival here now. Oh, that's some mushrooms. Oh, I thought they no. were like little animals. No, no. Little, no? little fungi. Just on the road there, just uh, checking out some fun guy. Oh, yeah. You know, he seems so far away now. So what's happening? Well, it's because you didn't want to come over. You're like. Well, I thought you were sick. Oh, that's why we're doing this. I, I have been sick, but I feel way better today. Thank goodness. Elvy was sick. I was sick. It was crazy. Monday after his practice, take him back to the room, get him undressed. And I'm like, I think I'm going to throw up. So I started throwing up. And then time we got home, he started throwing up. So it's crazy. We never had it like that. Usually it's either he gets me sick a couple of days later or I get him, you know, but uh, yeah, he's poor little guy's been under the weather all week. I can deal yeah. with it, but uh, feeling better today. Finally getting ready good. to go. Oh, I feel, well, I don't know about that, but I definitely feel better. Um, <laughs> how you making out? You missed another men's league game and starting to get old, buddy. Starting to get old. The deadline's coming. I don't want to trade you. <laughs> Rob, I don't know if you saw that. Uh, the text that Rob put out was pretty good. He's 
president of uh, hockey operations and the GM of, uh, <laughs> we're looking to add some new players. So you better get it together. Cause we only got about two or three games left. You got to send that chopper out to get me and pick me up. Oh and my God. Drop you're, me off. you're unbelievable, man. It's, it's the love of the game. And plus your skates are here. So are they? Yes, they are. Are they all teed up, ready to rock? Teed. We could. We could just need to. I would heat them up. You probably don't have to, but I would make them more comfy. You're not gonna. You're gonna want to make a comeback. Well, I think I got to. I think you might. Waiting two years for these wheels. It's been a year. I sold your skates by accident. (laughs) Like you just have an extra pair of wheels just floating around. You know, know, in the shop here, I've got like six pair, and I just wasn't thinking. I, I don't know. I can't even believe I did that, but I realized it about an hour later. I'm like, oh, Whoops. those are Riley skates. <laughs> I just sold, but I got you another pair, man. All right, well, I'll be back then. I'll be back Sunday. I, I know. I know. You say that. Um. Anyway, we won. We won our men's league game. I know everyone's dying to hear. Uh, found a way to win. <laughs> Big game. Big game. It was actually a good game. It was a really good game, actually. We had a, good, a lot of fun. Played uh, Italian Affair, I think. And our, our good buddy Jared from AC. Um, oh, plays yeah. with them. Yeah. God, he's got a bomb. Oh, he was only shooting wrister. He did shoot a couple one tees, but he's he keeps them low. So thank God. If Puck some, went to him, I just went to the other side of the ice, boys. I'm he not getting strength behind him. Oh, yes, he does. Uh, good For man, sure. too. Yeah, um, he is. Yeah. Really good dude. Uh, so I owe you a little money. Um, our boys go out to San Jose. A team has 0 10 and 1 and given up 10 in a row twice. <laughs> And it's funny. I spoke with my, my really good buddy, Mikey Aldridge. He's the head equipment manager there. And uh, we're just kind of talking about, you know, I, I said, this is, this has got to be tough, man. Like, you know, it's tough to watch. I mean, there's nobody in the stands either. I mean, oh, uh, what do you, I mean, what do you, it sucks, man. It really does suck to see a team. I mean, yeah. how bad are they rigs? I know you've seen a bit uh, of their. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's tough. And to be that bad that early too, it's just like, you're just looking you can't I mean, rebound. You can't. You, you can't rebound. You can. You. You really, realistically, could win nine in a row, and you're five hundred. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? And, and you're not. You probably didn't gain any ground. And then you'll probably drop another ten right after. So yeah, there's no exactly. way you can sustain that. But yeah, it's tough, man. It's. I, I feel for those guys. And um, I, I guess when we made the wager, it was my head was at like these guys got to sneak in a win at some point, right? I mean, it's just right. like the odds are, and I was just like they're playing at home, Flyers coming in. Um, I was just kind of making a, a silly bet with you there, not really knowing, yeah. but but just assuming that at some point they're going to squeeze in and win. And well, obviously they, obviously they did. So I, I didn't see that one coming. I'm not going to lie to you. I, they, it's just you're watching them, and I actually feel bad. I hate these guys are in the NHL. They're good hockey players. I don't mean to put them down, but like I was wondering, like, when are they going to get this first win if they're going to get one? And unfortunately, they got again. They got it against the Flyers, but. uh I mean, they're just, I don't know what it is, but they're not very good. I mean, <laughs> you know. And then, and it, yeah, and, and they're, 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 they're tender, obviously, one of them in the game. I mean, and this yeah. guy's got like eight eight wins against the Flyers on like, what, three or four different teams, this guy. Like, yeah, crazy, he does. You know? like, Maybe I but... should have looked at that before I placed that bet with you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I didn't know I that either. And DraftKings. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> our good friends at DraftKings, I, I placed that bet. I lost that one along with a bet with you and Baller. Oh, um, man. Tough, thank God right? Debo's in Korea or wherever the hell he is, so I couldn't bet him too. <laughs> <laughs> but, Save yourself uh, a few bucks. 
save myself a couple, but uh, honestly, like it, man, I watched the game. I actually, I, I, I can't lie. I fell asleep part of the first period. And then when I woke up, it was two, nothing. I'm like, what? I'm like, Oh my God. And then, you know, we got that goal back before the third. And I'm like, ah, they're going to, they're going to roll about three or four off here in the third period. But they just, they did, couldn't find a way to do it. And score. They're they're You know, we're, we're fall. We, you know, we've lost a few in a row here. It's uh, hopefully tomorrow night, get back on the winning track, but, but I'll tell you what, Anaheim's playing well, man. They're, they're, they're playing well. So it'll be a tough game tomorrow. Yep. Yep. And uh, word on the street is Frosty's back in the lineup. Yeah. Yeah. He was scratched again. I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago or a week ago. I, I still, I, I thought his play's been fine. I know he doesn't have any points, but I don't, you know, he's making play. I, I, I don't know. I thought he's looked good, but I'm not a GM or I'm not a coach. So, you know, but uh, I love Frosty. Uh, yeah. I, th- I think he's a really good player, but. Uh, yeah, he's, cra- he's crafty. I mean, you can make some, you can make plays, obviously. I think, you know, they have such a distinct fourth line there. I know you don't like using the word fourth line there, but, um, you know, uh, traditionally a guy like that could maybe work up and down and maybe find a spot on that line. But since that's secured, I mean, he's the guy out and yeah. he's, he seems to be like the easy whipping boy right now. But, uh, I mean, he's, he's, he's making some plays. I think it's just more of this play play away from the puck. But I mean, get, just get a little more involved. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I mean, I just feel like watching when, when I'm watching the games, we watch the games and, he looks good. I mean, like, you know, he hasn't scored. I get it, but he's, he's making great. You know, he's made a lot of good passes. We're just yeah. weren't able to finish, you know, if, if two or three of these guys finish on the passes he's made all of a sudden, I, I caught the yawn, by the way. No, uh, that was not oh, that. That was a, that was a yawn. <laughs> no way. Dude. Now, you're holding it in. I know nah, exactly I just where need, we are right just now. Just need a little oxygen, you know, just need a little <laughs> extra. <laughs> dude. We're pulling that one because that was the that you 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 quivered you quivered you quivered on that one. Well, Baller no market now. Baller market now. Anyway, poor Frosty. You I start talking about Frosty. You start yawning. That's my guy. Come on, man. No, you have no, nothing I'm to do kidding. with Frosty. I know. I'm just I getting know. tired of your story. That's all. <laughs> Wait. So was everyone else. Don't worry. <laughs> They're just tired of hearing me talk. It's hey, like Chief, I, Chief talking about Pac-Man back in the day. He's like, let me just pull out my pillow here. <laughs> yeah, he goes, Wait. He used to tell Pac. Pac would start. To, you know, when Pac talks, he talks normal, and then he starts getting down to a whisper. Yeah. He goes, and you're like, what? Why are you whispering, bro? There's no like. Why are you whispering? And she'd be like, you know what? Wait, pack. Wait till we get back to the hotel and call me and start talking to me at nap time so I can go to sleep because <laughs> yeah. you're putting me to sleep. Um, but I uh, got some good news. Our big boy Mike Richards coming yeah. in for the alumni game. Rick the Bone. Rick Bone. I can't wait, man. January 26th. It's the Bruins, man. That's gonna be uh, that's gonna be really cool, man. I yeah. know you're in now. Are you gonna are you gonna Tilly? Are you authority bringing it back? Who knows, man? Probably. I mean, why you not? Think so? Oh God! You two, you guys we'll are lovers. I'm, I'm only a buck, a buck eighty-five, dude. Get my <laughs> yeah, he, I think he's in. still about two twenty. Oh, he and I've seen he's training like jujitsu, and he just oh, had his geez. first fight, first or second fight. No, oh, did, all, did yeah, really? I, swear to, I swear to God, I seen it on Instagram. Yeah, oh he just we, he just fought his first or second fight. Yeah, we um, we, so, we so probably talked, not. We've talked authority. We got to get him on here soon. We do got to get him off. Um, yeah, better just smoke the peace pipe with the guy and just have yes. a nice night. Of well, it's not like you guys are enemies. It's not like no, you guys no. are enemies. You guys were buddy. That's but he's always wanted thing. to fight, so yeah, it was like, yeah. All right. It was great. You, you two, uh, 
I, I, I know I've said it before, but I remember when you guys squared off that, what a fight you two had in, in Boston that night. But I remember, you know, I'm on that, I'm standing on the bench and you guys are squared up and he's like, just like old times. Oh, I remember yeah, him saying, I was like, dude, how are you? He broke my nose. I think he broke my nose. In that Did one. he in that fight? Did he break well, it? Yeah. You guys just went toe to toe. I mean, it was just toe to toe. Right in right there. Sick fight. Um, yeah. So anyway, I doubt you guys will be tilling it up. Yeah, probably not. But um, uh, yeah, no, happy, happy that Richie's coming in. I know I, I actually yeah. talked to Brad Marsh today and he said he's, he's, uh, you know, talked to him a few times over the years, trying to get him to different events and games and it just hasn't worked out. So this time we finally got him and. We're gonna have to get him in the stew. Yeah, we're definitely getting him in the stew. Yeah, him in the stew. Potentially a couple other guys. But, you know, I was gonna, gonna say we're gonna have, that's gonna be a good time for us because we're gonna get a lot of content out of that man, and uh, yeah, get some both sides get get a lot of a lot of good stuff, man. Yeah, from a lot of a lot of old friends. So the fans um, will be pumped, man. Having Rick they, Rick going back and obviously Big E, but like you know, Rick, Richie really hasn't made that reappearance. I don't think. Uh, Hey, at all, right? He hasn't kind of come. No, back not not for a game or anything. No, he yeah. didn't make it to the last one. But uh, <clears throat> it was funny. He came back. God, it's now. It's been almost four years. He came into town. He had a signing in New York, so he, he I think he took the train in, so him and I could go to dinner. He came to the game, and then we went out afterwards. And uh, it was funny. I'm like, you know, your pictures in here. You're the captain of this team, you know, and. He, I said, boys want you to come in the room. He's like, ah, I don't know. You know, Rick, Richie. I'm yeah. saying, dude, get in the room, man. The boys and fuck everybody. Guys didn't know him. We're like, hey, like they, you know, it was, it was really cool, man. I, and I think he was glad he, he, he went in, but, uh, yeah. oh, um, sure. I love Such a guy. humble guy. Eh? I he, he really not wanted to go man. like, because he's like, this doesn't feel like he, yeah, well, almost like deserves to. I'm like, you do, right. like, yeah, dude. Dude, you do. <laughs> Trust me, <laughs> you do. Yeah, I, you know, it's funny. I think you've seen me do it every every game that we go to, which is almost every home game. Um, I just said to he's probably like, nah, stop sitting. I sent him pictures, all the Richards jerseys. I mean, oh, yeah. every game, you know, and uh, it he's it's gonna be cool to have him back and oh, seeing yeah. him in the in the jurors and and playing in the game. Um, you know, he plays, he plays goalie in men's league now. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. yeah. So I don't Maybe think I, I should, I should told him, yeah, I messaged him today. I should, I should say, Hey, you know, you're not in that, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're not in that. Um, but, uh, some other news, like, uh, we were just talking about with baller senators, uh, Pinto suspended, suspended, sorry, suspended, but 41 games for, for the gambling there. And, uh, well, proxy gamble. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't even know what that was, to be honest with you. Um, I guess it's illegal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you might I want mean, to fire I, up a different account. Yeah, <laughs> you may want to just name. yeah do something like that. So that's that's crazy. Yeah, um, I guess they're just setting the stage and just making a making a point, right? I mean, yeah. uh, obviously it's it's illegal and frowned upon, so um, you may not want yeah. to do that. Uh, yeah, but, I don't understand. Like, if you. Yeah, I, I don't get it, but like you said, just make another account. Just have yeah. your buddy make the account. Get someone else to make a bet for you. I don't know. I mean, you, you have to you have to think though that he's like, what's a big deal, right? Like, yeah, here's my account. Sure. My buddy's gonna place the bets, like whatever, because it is legal. I mean, it's legal, obviously. It's on a, a, a website there. Um, but uh, anyway, speaking of the senators, lose a uh, first round pick for the Dadnoff trade. That whole mishap about his uh having a no trade um yeah. i didn't totally get that either one 
The how does GM, that slip through the cracks? Yeah, how does that slip through the cracks if you're Vegas, if you're yeah. reading the full contract? And two, um, well, I mean, it is it is Ottawa, but it's a different GM. Like, I, and this is what two years ago now. Mm-hmm. This this was a while ago. Um, I don't know. It seems like to lose a first round pick, man. That's yeah, it's tough. I don't know. Tough they're they're, they're really picking on them. Uh, meanwhile, the GM was fired. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, right. so oh, I guess man. you know. But uh, last night, it's funny. You know, they've been. I don't know if you saw Riles. Um, you know, they've been all over Ottawa. In Kachuk came out to the media and just said, you know, our fans are booing us, and it bothers me. Yeah, we're playing. And you know, we've talked about this even here. Like, we know how passionate the fan base is, yep. and. You played. I didn't. It used to piss me off. I do understand the passion, and no one likes losing, but never is there a time where the players aren't trying, and there's probably not a person sitting in the stands that wants to win more than the players. Right. You know, I remember Jimmy Rollins saying that to James Van Reems like at a soccer game. He's like, that's one thing about Philly. He goes, I think I think people think they want to win more than we want to win, but that's basically what Kachuk said. Like, we don't quit. We're playing hard. Things haven't gone our way, but we're going to turn it around. Last night, they're in Toronto. They go into the third with a 3-2 lead. Uh, Toronto ties it about midway into the third, and then G kind of took over, to be honest yeah. with you. They uh, they um, they end up scoring three, three quick ones, and they end up winning. That's a big game for them to win, and Toronto kind of needed a big win, too, as well, because they're, they're not really rolling like they're supposed to. They score a lot of goals at home, but uh, – uh, it was it was good to see one G play so well last night and and Ottawa come up with that win after you know they they backed DJ Smith they they backed him this week hey we we like this guy we we'll play for him um, and they proved it last night so they just got to keep it going now yeah which might be uh, might be might be tough to stay consistent since they haven't yeah. really found that part of the game but yeah either way it's just part of it just part of pro sports or sports in general it's tough man it's that's tough it's tough to win and um it's just you know every season is a little bit different as far as the ability to, to squeeze out wins and and be successful and when you one of those years it's just not clicking the way you want it it's, it's it seems like it's just like a just a, a never-ending story of you know win a win one and then drop a couple and you know yeah. you never get that you know get the feet underneath you and uh, but yeah you know you Everyone's gone through it. You just find ways yeah. to, to battle through it and all that stuff. Um, I, yeah. I think the biggest better. thing with them is, you know, they they turned a corner a bit, I would say, last year. Yeah. You know, they, they showed a lot, a promise. And then this year they're supposed to be better, which I think they are better, uh, their, their team. Um, but I think people thought maybe, you know, expected, oh, they're going to start out eight and two. You know, yeah. they have it. They're around five. I'm not really sure what we have to ask Paul or exactly what their record is, but, uh, um, they look good in the third period last night. I'll tell you that. And I, I watch, I watch Ottawa quite a bit. They're kind of a fun team to watch, to be honest with you. Um, so anyway, it was a good game. Austin Matthews, bro, has three Hatties. Yeah, um, <laughs> already. Bad. And not the one, bad. I think, I think I saw our buddy Biz and uh, Witter talking about it on their show. Um, like five hats got thrown on the one night. Five hats. Yeah, no. I don't no. think the rich people down below <laughs> wear hats to the, no, game, right. to yeah, the game. exactly. Uh, I I was I was laughing last night. I saw a lady sitting in the front row, and this may be the case everywhere. But she had a like glass of white wine, mm. like right behind the bench. I'm like, that looks like Riggs two years ago when he was still drinking his white wine. <laughs> you and Lappy, you and Ian yeah. Lapierre. But uh, um, 
Yeah, he's got three. I mean, this guy's scoring, but oh, they're yeah. they're but, very inconsistent, man. Yeah. And um, you know, losing that their defense is struggling is really what it is because they're scoring goals at home anyway. So yeah. Um, yeah. And then they lose our, they lose uh I don't know how you pronounce his last name there, but the, the defender there, Marshawn Hurts. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, that was ugly. That was ugly. which is yeah, a whole nother story another story yeah yeah uh, but uh yeah they'll the, find uh, their way yeah yeah for sure um they better find a way or you know who's gonna <laughs> yeah. get the the coach is gonna end up you oh, know, for sure being gone for sure but um in pittsburgh they're they're kind of i don't think there's they're not doing as well as they thought they were gonna do obviously but our our boy jeff carter uh has been held pointless so far um, in the nine games he's played and, uh, you know, he got scratched for two games. I, I don't know if Cartsy's ever been healthy scratched, probably, probably in his not. career, probably, <laughs> probably never not. in his career. Um, but, uh, it, it's funny, you know, they, I think they're expecting to be a lot better than they, than they are. But, uh, if you look, it's kind of funny. They're, they're core guys that everyone's like, well, they're too old, you know, get, well, Gensel's not that old, but. You know, he's leading them in points. Malkin's right behind him. Sid's right behind him. You know, over a point a game. Brian Rust. Um, Carlson's even got nine points in 11 games. And he's not a minus, which is, you know, not saying he's a minus. But he, he's he been known to be more of a minus, you right. know, because he's, you know, he takes a lot of chances. So but yeah. it's those guys are good. It seems like it's their their bottom six, maybe, more than mm -hmm. their their top six, you know, obviously Jeff's not off to the start. He would like to be, but um, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. He, you know, he's, he's getting, you know, obviously this is maybe his last year. I don't know. The guy still skates like the wind, but uh, maybe, you know, maybe Sully, uh, Mike Sullivan is just trying to wake him up a little bit. I don't know. Give him a break. Who knows? There could be an injury involved. We don't know about, but uh, I was pretty shocked to see him scratch. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's back in the lineup tonight. So um, yeah, you just got to get on the board and get that confidence yeah. back, you know. And, you know, again, he is what thirty-seven now, and he's streaky uh, too. He's, like he's, you he's said. streaky too, yeah. And um, yeah, he's probably never really faced adversity like this, you know, being out of the lineup, like you said. And the team's not doing well, and he's older, and you know, he's not in his prime anymore. So it could be a, 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 a few different variables there. But right. I like to think once he gets back in the lineup and gets a couple points under his belt and gets going again, it, things will start clicking for him. So. Yeah, I mean they're they're I think they're five and six. I mean they're they're behind they're dead last. I mean they're in dead right. last place. So yeah. So but uh anyway, I'm sure he'll he'll bounce back. If we know Jeff, you know, hopefully maybe he gets a tuck tonight there and exactly and gets her going. But I think they're back they're in the LA. Map. They're yeah. So um speaking of players getting benched, Johnny Goudreau mm -hmm. is not off to the start. He would like, obviously. Um, already been hearing his name in trade rumors. Um, I don't think Johnny's ever been benched or, well, I shouldn't say that he's not been scratched, but he's been, he was benched. Um, his numbers aren't where they should be probably. Right. Um, and then, you know, uh, Huberto and, and Calgary literally got benched the whole third period the other night. And I actually was watching, I actually felt bad for the guy. I mean, you, you could see how much it bothered him. And, yeah. uh, I don't know him well. I've met him a couple times, um, but uh, I actually felt really bad for him. I mean, it's been a struggle since. Dude, you imagine being in Florida. You come oh, in 110 man. points. Yes, he's playing with Barkov, but you still got to make the plays. I mean, people are like, oh, well, he played with Barkov, but you still got to make plays. 
and he made plays. He was a good player, obviously a really good player. Yeah. Um, he gets there. It's a totally different team. Obviously they, you know, I don't know, but, uh, I actually felt really bad for him the other night watching him. Uh, some guys are probably like, whatever he's making, you know, he signed his big deal. He's making his money, but you can tell he wants to play and he wants to make a difference in the game. Um, yeah. To me, to me. That's the way it yeah. seems. Yeah. Lots of, lots of trade rumors going on. Yeah. You, you're saying that there were, you saw something that actually happened, but I, don't know I thought, I... you know, so there's all these accounts now that things are popping up on my feeds and I'm <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I'm like is this, wait, is this, well, who do you get traded for if he got traded? Like, yeah. it's not saying any of that, but it said he was traded to Columbus. And uh, I people were speculating was, for yeah, Johnny, Johnny G straight yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But I would Johnny not have a no trade? I uh, wouldn't both of them. Well, I don't know about Hoover though, because I don't think he wanted to be in Calgary in the first place, oh, but right, he did yeah. sign that deal. So uh who knows, man? Yeah. Who knows? But uh maybe we'll turn it around and then another guy I kind of feel for because uh Jack Campbell, man. <laughs> put on waivers what a tough, he, what a tough yeah man burden. he's got four four years left in, in you know including this year um five million dollar cap hit so yeah at least he's making money yeah that's uh, it yeah. you know but, no escrow uh, down in the minors yeah, no escrow but uh <laughs> just feel for the guy because i've only heard really good things about him i don't know him. terrible um but man i tell you what the start edmonton's had whew, wow yeah uh, i think we talked be... about that a little bit last last week but uh they're just man, it's not uh it's just not clicking at all there. No, no, it's it's a shame. And again, it's just whether it's like Ottawa or Calgary, it's like no, nothing fun about those situations, you know. Everyone right. knows they need to be better and win games, but it's so early and they're not having success. Like it just seems like it's like a never ending year. And yeah, I mean, you got a long ways to go yet. Uh, I don't know what the answer is there. I mean, the defense core, obviously the goaltending. There's just there's a lot of holes and yeah in, in, you want I there. mean it's I've been trying to pay more attention to the West uh you know the later games just because of that watching just to see like not that I'm gonna be able to break it down and figure it out but like it's it's crazy like and you know Riles you probably at some point were on a team where like you just can't get a break yeah like I mean things are just it starts snowballing man and it's it's just not fun. Then it then it becomes where it's not fun to go to the rink. It's hard oh, to go yeah. to the rink when you're losing all the time, and you know you have all these high expectations. Um, yeah, it's just I can't imagine right now in Edmonton. Maybe they pull it together here, but uh, we we've I've said this to you a bunch of times, and it's probably getting old. People don't even want to hear it. But when does Connor McDavid say, "Hey, like"? I want to lift the cup at somewhere. I want to have a ch chance at the cup yeah. and maybe they still do. Maybe I'm jumping way ahead of myself, but man, here's another year. Like if it keeps going like this, dude, they're not even going to make the playoffs. Oh, you know, right. they, they've gotten to where they're making the playoffs, you know, and uh, they were kind of fun to watch last year. Remember that, yeah. that series with LA? I mean, it was great. The, all mm -hmm. the scoring and everything, but uh, I guess we have to wait and see, give it a few weeks to see if they can turn it around. But um, some, some, uh, Bad news, uh, Freddie Anderson, uh, blood clots, man. Uh, that's that's always tough. You know, we had chemo had that situation, yeah. and even our good buddy uh, Pete Singoni has that's dealt right, with that yeah. his whole Jeez. career. You know, and I even know. now in his men's league career, he's had to deal with it. Scary situation, man. Yeah, um, wish him so, the best on that one. Yeah, my God, wish, it is scary. Yeah, I wish wish him the best. Hopefully, he can, uh, get that uh, squared away because that's a that's a really scary thing. Yep. Uh, yep. 
our buddy Nick Grossman. Yeah, Grosser. Yeah, new coaching Assistant job. Coach, yeah, coaching job. We got to reach out to old Gross Daddy. I messaged him on Instagram, but uh, did you? Yeah. C- congratulations to Grossy. Yeah, it'll be a great little uh, position for him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's obviously a great he's guy, a good buffer uh, zone for, for players, yeah. and he's a friendly he, guy, approachable guy. That's right. I was going to say, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was going to say, like, he's a guy where you're like, what a great assistant coach he would be. Yeah, exactly. Not saying he could be a head coach if he wanted, but he would be one of the best assistants to me just because of the way he is. Mm-hmm. Um, just such a happy guy and and a good guy. Um, so I'm happy for him, man. He's a, He needs to be in hockey, I think, because he was yeah. – I, I, really, I really like him. So. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, perfect spot for him. Congrats, Grosser. Yep. My man. My man. Ready to rock your nest. Let's do it. 133. Here we go with Dale Weiss. Weezy. Here we go. Before we start this interview, here is a quick message from our good friends at DraftKings. Riggs, you feel that chill in the air, brother? I sure do. Well, I'll tell you what, as we know, the NHL is back and it's time to hit the ice. DraftKings Sportsbook is getting new customers ready for puck drop with an epic offer. Score 200 bucks instantly in bonus bets when you bet just $5 on hockey. Now that's worth a selly, Riggs. Yoo-hoo. I'm looking at tonight's game with the Philadelphia Flyers at Anaheim and they are a minus 205 favorite. So do yourself a favor, bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code Knuckles. New customers can get 200 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code Knuckles, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y, which is 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available. For problem gambling, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, KS, licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake, Charles, LA, dot 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in ONT. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash hockey terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions. Terms and Responsible Gaming Resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyrights of the NHL 2023. All rights reserved. Welcome back. I'm Riley Cote. And I'm Derek Sotomayor. This week, we are super excited to have a good friend of ours join the show. Former draft pick of the New York Rangers in round four, 111th overall in the 2008 NHL entry draft. And I will say the number one draft pick from an NHL player's wife, Miss Lauren. Please <laughs> welcome my buddy, Riles' buddy, friend of the show, Dale Weiss. What's up, brother? Hey, what an intro. That's probably the best <laughs> intro I think I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Lauren I'm sorry, but she knows I she knows I got oh, the she sends going. her love. She sends yeah, her love. Yeah. She says hi. Oh, she's awesome, man. Whole family's <laughs> yeah, awesome, man. Miss you, brother. How you been? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. It's great to see your guys' faces. Uh, 
you know, I, I, I think about some of my Philly times when I think back about it, man. And you're, uh, you're right up there in the, uh, in the memory book, man. So it's good to see you again. Yeah, man. You too, bro. It's a shame. I haven't seen you in, in so long here, but, uh, I know you're up there in the tundra right now near Riles. You guys are uh, Winnipeg yeah. boys. That, that weather's a little rough right now or what? <laughs> man, it's been a little, uh, a little too early for snow for me. You know, I've, I've only spent, um, well, I was in Sweden two years ago, so I've only been here for really two winters. One was a record year for the least amount of snow, and one was a record year for the most amount of snow in like a hundred years. So I'm hoping I'm somewhere about right. <laughs> yeah, like we're so much snow already. So I'm uh, I'm hoping it kind of tails off. Hasn't been that cold though, so not too bad. Awesome. That's good. Yeah, yeah. It's it's actually it's actually warm here right now. The it last, is. The yeah, sixty five degrees today. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so what, what are you up to, Weiss? What, what's going on right now? Yeah. So I, uh, I'm coaching two teams right now. I got, uh, my, one of my twins, my four-year-old boy, I'm coaching him. Uh, awesome. and then I'm coaching my, my, uh, 10 year old son too. So coaching two teams, um, is, is literally what I do every day. Like we have, my daughter plays too. My daughter's eight. So she, Jordana plays. So we have U7 practice, U9 practice and Lactabani, which is perfect. Cause they're back to back. So I don't have to travel anywhere. And then we got U11 on the off day. So I'm at the rink uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for practices, playing a little beer league on Fridays. And then we got oh. games Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. So, wow. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm at schedule. I, sp- I spent a lot of time there. So it's, uh, I, I did it last year. I coached one, uh, my U11, my son. Uh, I didn't play a lot myself last year, but it was kind of a good way to break it up. Being at the lake, um, you know, we're kind of 20 minutes outside of the town. I'm about an hour and a half from Winnipeg. So you got to break up the winter, man. Cause it gets a little dark out here and, uh, <laughs> yeah, you get the fairies a little bit out here. So are you heading towards Kenora or the other way, or is it not even yeah, close? Uh, I'm, I'm North. I'm North. Oh, you're North. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'd be about That's East, hours. right? Kenora where Richie is, yeah. is East. That's Riggs? East. Right. That's yeah, east. He not, yeah. Riggs doesn't remember. He hasn't been, he finally got <laughs> back to Winnipeg. It's the first time he's been back this summer. He got yeah. to go back home. Well, yeah. Well, COVID fucked everything yeah. up. Yeah. COVID, yeah. Oh, yep. man. So, nice get back. yeah, so you guys are building a home, right? You're uh, building a new home there and everything. Yeah. So, you know what? When when I finished, um, you know, in the bubble there in 2020, I was going to go to Europe for a little bit. And we can get into it a little later. Um, but I, I was kind of planning to just live at the lake in the summer, bring my family with me to Europe, play for another couple of years. And, uh, and then, you know, once we were finished, we'd kind of figure out where we wanted to go only lasted, uh, three quarters of a season there. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> this is enough. Yeah. And, uh, so, so then we were, we were back at the lake and we're like, okay, we'll give it a try. And then I, I just, I need to be in the mix a little bit. Um, you know, like I love living in this, this town, it's a great community and everything. And I love the people, but, um, I, I just, I gotta be in the city a little bit. So we started looking at places, found a lot about two years ago, started building in February and, uh, I'm hoping I was hoping to be in by Christmas. I'm thinking probably late spring, early summer. We should be in. Nice. nice. That's, That's right. Awesome. Winnipeg. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in East St. Paul. So literally 10 minutes yeah. outside of Winnipeg, but it's sure. essentially Winnipeg. Yeah. Great. Uh, you know, you, you, you just brought up the bubble. Um, you, you were with Montreal that you played, you played against the flyers. Uh, how, what was the bubble? Like, was it just awful or was it, you know, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was cool. Like it was weird for me. Right. So that year I started in the minors for the first three months. I got called back up January 1st, playing really well up until March, you know, kind of 
I was in the minors for three months. I thought, okay, my career is over. I'm going to go to Europe. This is probably it. Then I get back and start playing well. Things start rolling. COVID happens. I'm like, okay, like, I guess I'm, I'm done again. And yeah. uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to get the call back to play. I didn't know what was going to happen for the summer. I ended up getting called back. Um, and then it was kind of good for me, right? Like it's another chance to kind of stick around a little bit. And um, yeah. it was okay in Montreal. Like you come to practice, you hang around. Everything's kind of the same at the rink. Uh Minus getting your nose jabbed every single day. Every which, single day. Oh, yeah. What a pain. It was, it was a little annoying. But um, then you go back to the apartment after. It's kind of boring. I was almost happy to get in the bubble because you're closer to the team. Everybody's right beside each other in the rooms. But it was it was still kind of weird. Like, you know, you're middle of the summer. There's no fans. I don't know. It, it, it felt weird. It felt weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was weird even watching. Just you know, no one there. It was good that it was, I was happy hockey was on and they obviously gave us something to do and talk about, but uh, it was just, it's just odd. And then the next season when they started, which you have 3,500 or 5,000 people go to the games, I take Elvis to the games. It was just strange, man. Just really strange. But uh, that was, <clears throat> I was with the flyers half of that season right before COVID hit. I wasn't allowed to go back. Thanks Chuck. Um, and then, uh, so I missed Chuck a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, I, um, you know, in the end it kind of hit me, my son, yeah, you know, Elvi, uh, Elvis said to me the one night we were watching and the flyers had moved along. They were having a really good year. That second half of the season, man, they were, they were fire. They were, I think they didn't stop, man. They, they probably have a good chance to go the distance. Yeah. They were, they were unreal. And even when they started the, that first three games, they beat everybody to get that number one seed and they yeah. were just, they were just playing really well. And, and of course I'm pulling for them, but it's all the boys, you know, and I, I was FaceTiming with the guys while they were there and I saw them a lot before they left. Uh, they were coming over in the pool. We were, coming, we were getting in the pool every day because <laughs> it, was, it was, yeah, it was summer. Um, oh, so I got shoot. to see them all before they left. But then I remember Elvis saying to me the one night, so I'm sorry, daddy, you can't be there with the boys. And I said, you know what, buddy? They've been gone almost seven weeks. I wouldn't have seen you for seven weeks, and yeah. I'd rather sit here and watch this with you. Plus, I'm getting paid. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and yeah, I got yeah. paid for two more years, so that part of it was good. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it just seemed crazy, and I did feel bad for you guys that were going there, <clears throat> just because you are away. It's it's one thing to go on the road for you know we all like going on the road. Let's let's not lie. It's it's nice yep. to get away, be with the boys, and have some fun, which we did while you were here in Philly, uh, quite yep. a few times. We were able to do that, but um, you know I felt bad a little bit for the guys because you know you couldn't see your family. I, I remember Brian Elliott, who was with the Flyers, Moose, um, his grandpa was sick, and he was in Canada, and they wouldn't let him leave to go see him. Really? And I mean, I just thought that's that's a little ridiculous, but it is what it is. But uh, you got to play in it. Something you can always say you did because hopefully that doesn't happen again. That's for sure. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I can't see that happen again. I really hope it doesn't. Um, but it, just touching on that, like, you know, I think the whole in total, I was probably away for about three and a half months, which is the longest I've ever gone without seeing my family. And that was kind of like a, a look into how it was going to be for the next year. I was going to go to Switzerland. I had my deal yeah. in place. And then the day after I left the bubble, they're calling. They're like, Hey, we need you here in three days. And I wasn't going to bring my family. And I was like, I, wow. I, was, like, I was like, I I can't do this. I was like, I just won't play. Cause I, I, I won't yeah. be able to do it. Yeah. And it, it. Yeah. And I heard a couple of guys that ended up going to that team. I won't mention the team name, but they didn't end up getting paid that year. So I was kind of happy. Oh wow. my God. Yeah, that would have yeah. been devastating. Yeah. Ooh. Not only did I go away from my family for eight months. I didn't, <laughs> oh. 
Oh, yeah, that's the grind. That is tough on the family unit for sure. Yeah, that, that's, oh, yeah, man. That's, that's no good. He made the right decision for sure. Mm -hmm. That would wear on you. Yeah, and you know what? Like, and it, I, I probably should have listened to my gut too. I should have just stayed retired because I ended up going back to Sweden. And even when I signed in Sweden, it was like I didn't have a good feeling about it. I was like, I didn't really want to go. And I wasn't bringing my family off the start. I should have just listened to my gut and not went anyways. Yeah. Well, at least you, I mean, you, you left. So at least you went to see, where were you exactly in Sweden? I was in like, like almost as Southern, like as South in Sweden as you could go. I was, I was way on the bottom of Sweden. Beautiful country. Great well, people. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough. And I think you'll hear, I've, I've heard a lot of guys say it where, you know, you go from playing in the NHL and you go over to Europe and it's kind of like going, going back to junior again, but just not as fun. Um, <laughs> it's not as fun. Yeah. Like you're traveling on buses for like five hours on game day. Like we were stopping Ooh. at gas stations and stuff. I'm getting in, you know, Swedish beds. They have the like two singles. They put them together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's fine if it's just one person, but I got a roommate and we like spread the beds a little bit. And like, oh, it was God. just ridiculous. I couldn't believe it. I really Every couldn't believe something. It's funny you said that too, because when I, I did a few world championships with Team USA, and <clears throat> I remember going to Slovenia, and I'm not very big. Obviously, you know, I'm only, you know, 5'8 if I'm lucky with my shoes on. But I mean, the bed was small. I'm like, how did, how are the boys sleeping <laughs> in these beds? And then even in Sweden, we stayed in the Globe. I don't know if you ever went to the Globe. Uh, nope. That's right in Stockholm. Uh, okay. we, we played there, and there's a hotel uh attached to it and even in that that place the, the bed was the rooms were tiny the beds were tiny um yeah. i'm sure there were nicer places maybe but uh yeah that i have heard that though what you're saying yeah and it just kind of everything that goes along with things that you're used to just you know like simple training stuff like you know a couple of days a week we didn't have trainers we didn't have a team doctor like one time <laughs> I, I sprained my knee last game of exhibition when i first went there and I knew right away, like I've done it before. So I knew what it felt like. And I was like, yeah, hey, this is a sprained MCL. And the doctor's wiggling it around. And I'm like, man, that's stop. That hurts. He's like, ah, it feels okay to me. You want to give it a try? I was like, no. No, <laughs> no I don't. I cannot give it a try. It's like I got hammered. From <laughs> my eye is open. My head's pounding. I, could, I can't even see out of this eye. And he's like, yeah, you should be good to go here. And I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. do I have any? Wow. Like, I have to do anything? He's like, no, you're good. Go ahead. Wow, I expect that in the KHL, maybe not the Swedish league. Yeah, <laughs> I know. it was, and 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 maybe it was different on different teams. Like I know the team I was on, they were uh, might have been their third year in the top league, so maybe it was different on other teams. But you know, some of the accommodations, um, you know, haggling over equipment and stuff. Like I know yeah. when I left the manager, I had like a brand new pair of skates, and the GM like came and took my skates out of my bag, and I was like, "Go for it!" Like I'm not playing yeah. anymore. So <laughs> wow. Mean, custom skates like i don't know what they're gonna do with them but it was yeah just little stuff crazy. like raffle them off yeah maybe so is it just an accumulation of all that stuff that you just like had enough yeah i think so i think so yeah. like you know I, I wanted to bring my family and i showed up and the gm picks me up and is like two-seater and uh <laughs> and i was like you didn't even know my family wasn't coming like what if i yeah. would have brought my family here he's like well we would have figured it out and i was like okay yeah. and then we go to the apartment and you know i had a Two bedroom apartment was only one bed. Uh, there was like no window coverings or everything. Again, I was like, "You didn't even know I wasn't bringing my family right now." Like, what, <laughs> yeah. right now? like, what do you want me to put the four kids in one what room? Is, like, sounds like a shit show. Yeah, I know. No kidding. And, and, uh, oh, it was it was 
yeah. So, and the team I was playing with, we had to walk down the street to the local gym. So it's like show up in the morning and you have a team meeting and then we walk down the street to the local gym and we work out down there and then we walk back, you know, it's cold, freezing cold. And then, uh, you get on the ice and practice. Wow. God. Wow. Yeah. It does sound like a rough version of juniors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Junior programs got much more going on than that. hundred percent. And it was like, especially now. Yeah. yeah, oh, I'm I was, kidding. yeah it, was, it was tough. It was, it was, uh, yeah, I reached my limit pretty quick there. <laughs> Here's a quick break with a message from America's number one meal kit. Turn to HelloFresh market for yummy add-ons and enjoy the season's limited time fall flavors lineup. Feast on desserts like apple cider cake with caramel sauce. Or please a crowd with appetizers like the barbecued pulled pork nachos. Nast, I know you like those. My God, I do. And I made them. And they're (laughs) unbelievable. Oh, man. Don't take those away from Nasty. You'll bite your arm off. And don't forget the mini pumpkin cheesecake. Perfect for a me time treat. We all know HelloFresh takes the hassle out of mealtime. But did you know it can also save you money? HelloFresh is 25% less expensive than takeout, so that means you get all your easy home-cooked meals on the table and more money back in your pocket. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Knuckles and use code 50Knuckles for 50% off plus free shipping. That is HelloFresh.com slash 50Knuckles and use code 50Knuckles for 50% off plus free shipping. Go check it out, Nast. I I have been checking it out. I also made, I just have to say, I also made a chicken Caesar wraps. <laughs> Kids thought I was like the best cook ever. Don't have tell. Start your own cooking show, Nast. I got a chef hat now. Ooh, do it. Jumping backwards a little bit, your, your NHL de- debut, ironically, is against the Flyers. You're playing for the Rangers. You almost scored twice in that game, too. Um, you fought Carbon that night, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, Yep. What was it like? What was Torts like? Oh, it was awesome. Um, you know, because I, I had a that training camp when he cut me, I told him I should have made the team, and me and him kind of got into it a little bit. And uh imagine was, that. <laughs> yeah, he probably loved it. He oh, probably yeah, he loved it. it. Yeah. Oh, and 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 like I kind of had a I don't know if that was the inkling in the back of my head. I was like, maybe I should just tell him to fuck off and tell him like how bad I want to be on the team. And he's me and him start getting into it, and he's like, Well, you didn't fight in training camp, and uh it was like there was like two games left in exhibition and I ended up going down for like three days and getting called back up. And you could I don't know, people listening, you can go on YouTube and watch. Uh, I ended up like three minutes into the game, like Ottawa's got their full roster. Spezza gets the puck. I beeline for the bench. I'm cross-checking this guy. Uh, man, they had some other tough guys in there too. I ended up fighting Felino, and it was like he comes in after the first period of that game and he's like fist pumping me. He's like, that's what I want to see. I love it. He ends up sending me down after the game because it was end of exhibition. I was going back. And he was just loving it. He's like, I love, that's what I need. And I was like, well, you should have just told me. If you wanted me to fight, yeah. I'd love, I'll do it. You should have just told me. So yeah. in the first game, I, I was like, look in the Flyers roster. I got called out the day before. And I was like, okay, who can I fight? Like, okay, Carcelo, like led the league in fights last year, led the league in penalty minutes. Like, I got to fight him. And um, so I remember Torts right before the game, he uh, he was looking around. He's like, Weezer, where are you? He's like, Weezer, leave, Car- leave Carcelo alone. Oh god. Ah, fuck. And I'm now I'm now I'm completely mindfucked. The whole last day I'm sitting there like, okay, I'm gonna fight this. Like sad, like I gotta get myself noticed here. I gotta do something. Yeah. And Avery before the game, too, is like arguing me, like, don't fight him. I got him. I got him. And I was like, okay, hey, fight Carver. Would he fight, like, fight yeah. Carver? 
so so then I'm sitting there in warm up and I could see them jawing a little bit. And I'm I'm like telling him, like, hey, like, give me a chance. He's like, nah, 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 nah. And I think it was like three, might have been three or four, one late in the game. And I kind of gave him no choice. Like I beelined across the ice. I can't remember who it was, maybe like Daryl Powell, a little smaller guy. And uh, I beelined for him and I like almost went over the bench. And then he had no choice at that point and came and fought me. So that was that was probably the most memorable thing. I know I had the disallowed goal and stuff, but that was uh yeah, that was pretty awesome. My boys were pretty excited back home and everything. Don Cherry gave me, Don Cherry gave me a shout out that night. So I was like, Oh, that's awesome. Mission, man. mission accomplished. Yeah, I got sent to towards Did you really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, towards uh, I think it was it was right before Christmas. So I don't know if they 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 might have had one more game or I was going down on my American League Christmas break or something, but he was he was he loved it. Oh, I bet. Have you had that happen before or anytime after where when you have like a, a guy in mind, like you're mentally preparing to to engage and then you have a coach tell you not to engage with that guy? Because I've had that happen with you before. Not that I was any bit of a, you know, close to a player as you, but like, you know, you just leave that guy on the ice. You're like, well, fuck, I mentally prepared for this for like 24, 48 hours. <laughs> Did you tell me not to fight now? I like, haven't been slapped for 48 <laughs> yeah, hours, man. Like, Come on, dude. Like, throw a ball here. Yeah, maybe um, like maybe my first year in Vancouver. I don't know if 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 they would have like, and I was nowhere near as tough as you, so it was almost the opposite end of the spectrum. The coach is like, yeah, go fight whoever you want, like it don't matter. <laughs> and and Vancouver, I don't remember Vino ever telling me. I just know a couple times, like I had uh, Max Lapierre and Manny Maholcher were, were my linemates for a majority of that year, and they both spoke French. So like they would be like translating whatever Vino was saying behind me because times he would be like chirping me. And Lapierre would lean over and be like, nah, he says you're fucking terrible. And I was like, <laughs> and I, I didn't know if he, because Lapierre liked to joke around quite a bit, but it was yeah. like a couple of times I was like, I knew he was serious because he's pissed. He's yeah. like whispering in my ear. And then a couple of times it's like, you know, he's like, yeah, he's, you should probably go fight somebody. And I was like, oh my God, does I speak English? Like, And I yeah, loved right. him too. And I loved him. He did some weird things like that though. But I can't remember any time, maybe in, in Montreal, actually, maybe a couple of times, but it was, like, and I know when we got into it with Boston, the Lucic and the Sean Thornton thing, like I didn't right. really want to fight Sean Thornton. So I was, I was happy to, to not engage with him. So I just, <laughs> I was happy to get him wound up and, and, and get yeah. him off the same with Lucic. So it went, uh, worked pretty good on that front. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, um, <clears throat> you in t- 2011 in camp, you, you end up, you, you got waived, but you got picked up by Van. Now Vino was a coach in Van at that point, right? Yeah. So, when was he who was co I thought was Torch not coaching? He came when, in, he, yeah. When you so guys Gino, had that legendary brawl, yeah. So that was that was my third year in Van Vino coached the first yeah. year. We won the president's trophy and then lost to LA in the first round. Uh, what was it, five games? And That's a second, curse, that president's trophy, man. I'm telling you, I think so. I think so. And then the second year, uh, well, lockout season there, uh, 2013. I think we might have been second in the league. I know we won our division and we got swept by San Jose in the first round. So Vinu got fired and then they brought in Torts the next year. Mm. So were you, were you happy to see Torts or was he better with you this time? Um, well, I kind of put my foot in my mouth. Like a couple of weeks before he got hired, um, I'd, I'd like some media guys call me and it was like, oh, you know, can we do something? I was like, yeah, sure. You know, I'm a young kid. And I answered some questions on torts if I thought he was a good fit for Vancouver. And I said, absolutely not. Um, oh, I said, we got an old, we got an older team. We got some really good leaders and we had like, you know, Sedin's, uh, Bieksa, Kessler, Burroughs, uh, Dan Hamhutes, Manny Malholcher. Like we had some really good veteran leaders, really like, good players. You just like, where, oh, I, and just the way they let her and Luongo too, as a goalie, like, yeah, 
Dino wouldn't even need to say anything. Like the players ran the room the first two years. So I just right. thought it was a weird fit. You know, I, I saw courts a little bit in New York. I didn't get the full ex- experience, but um, yeah, I said uh, that I didn't think he was a good fit and he ended up getting the job three days later. So, uh, <laughs> and I don't know if he read that or if he heard that, but like he came in the dressing room and they like dabbed me up when he saw me, he was excited. So it was, it, we had a good run from the start. Like I had, we had no, no, you know, there was no ill, ill effect from, from New York, which. Oh, that's couple, good. That's good. We had a couple of fuck you battles there. So. He loved yeah. it. Yeah, he usually does. He seems yeah, to enjoy it. I, I think he wants to know that you care enough, yeah. you know, as a player. I, I really believe that. I mean, it's 100%. from yeah. everyone we've talked to that's had him. It's like, like Vinny LeCalvi, I know we've talked about this before on the show, but he, he told me and uh, when he came to Philly, he was like, we basically the last two years had a fuck you contest every day at the rink. And he goes, now this is the guy I'm calling to like, keep me calm and help me through this mess. He, you know, Vinny had a tough, you know, tough run here. Um, he wasn't that happy, but, uh, you know, he said he's one of my best friends and I know personally torts treated me like gold. I worked with him a lot with team USA. Um, I've always been a, and you know, just been a super nice guy. So, it's it's good that I, I especially after that interview, man. I would be like, oh yeah. shit. Well, I, I thought he I was, was gonna come in and just rip you off or something. Yeah. I, I was like, man, I finally got established now, and now I put my foot in my mouth. <laughs> in my mind, I literally thought there's no possible way this guy's getting the job. I was like, there's no way he fits on our team, right? And then you know, it, it is what it is. It didn't work anyway, so I was right. But um, <laughs> I, I, I put my foot in my mouth, and it was, but it was he was good. Like I can honestly say, if I seen Torts today, like. We could have so many laughs together. I respect the shit out of the guy. I yeah. think he's an excellent motivator. It is what it is. It's it's like white and black with him. Like, and I love that about him. I have so much respect for him. And and outside of the the fuck you battles that we had together, like I I respect the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's what, it's what most. Yeah, it's what we we hear most of the time. The majority of the time, you may you uh <clears throat> you pique my interest a little bit. Kevin Biaxa. Is he a beauty or what? Like, how, how was it playing with him? Like, that guy, he's, first of all, he's Amazing. tough as shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, for, and he's not an o- overly big guy either, no. right? But he's not afraid of anyone, I don't think. Or no. he wasn't when he played. Yeah, no, he's not. He's not. He was an, an unreal teammate. Like, I think I was really spoiled early with the guys that I had on Vancouver. Um, Just for examples of, you know, like, fucking people use the term all the time, how to be pros. Like there, there was just so many good guys there that did had a ton of fun and we had a great team. We'd have fun as a team off yeah. ice. We'd do a ton of stuff like, man, I can count on, on one hand, the team parties I had with other teams and in Vancouver, yeah. we, we were the best team in the league the first two years there. And I could count on one, like in one month, how many team events we'd have together. It would yeah. be like on the road, Kevin Bexley would be one of the leaders where it's like yeah. old school, get to the hotel, put your bags down. They everyone tips the bus driver, be on the bus in 20 minutes. Bag so, chuck is that what yeah. skills he does? Al <laughs> Gil, just un, it was, it was unreal. Bexa was, was was one of the big leaders there. I remember one time, um, I got a puck in the face right between my eyes here, and we were playing Calgary. We got we got into Calgary the other day, and my parents were in town. And Kevin met my parents in the in the morning and stuff. They came to watch morning skate, and you know, I get thrown out in the opening lineup, and I'm like, okay, I gotta fight this guy in the lineup. And I, you know, I, I never talked to Kevin about any of this. And I remember he comes up to me in the dressing room before and he's like, don't fight anyone. He's like, I'm, I'm going to take him off the start. 
And I was like, this is one of our best defensemen. Like he has no business. He didn't have to fight anybody. Like that's, that was my job there. Like I, I should yeah. be fighting that guy. And I just thought it was like, and you see when we had the brawl with torts, like yeah, Kellen Lane, it's his first game. He was in the dressing room telling him like, don't fight. Like, don't fight. Like I'll come. And you can see he comes and takes a draw. He like, takes a draw. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. Right. Just, just an incredible guy. Like the best teammate you could ask for. That's yeah, it awesome. seems like he's pretty witty too. He's got some good one. Yeah. Did you see? Did, Weezy, did you did you see the year he uh, he dressed up like a security guard? He put the beard on. You got to check it out. It's on YouTube somewhere. He's I like all the boys he- are coming in, but he's got a really good uh, disguise on, and he's like a a worker. And he's like, you know, how you go down Anaheim, you got to go down that tunnel to walk yep. in. Well, they got the the things you walk through, the metal detectors, and Come he's on. just being ridiculous. And he's like hitting the boys. He's like hitting the boys in the nuts with the thing. And it's just being just and they don't know it's him. And I think someone finally's like kind of figures it out, but he he throws them for a loop. It's it's one of the funnier uh, things I gotta, I've ever I gotta seen. watch it. Yeah, he, he yeah. was a pretty good player, man. He was he was always joking and laughing. He, he's yeah. an awesome guy. The old Superman punch, man. Oh yeah, he did that a few he's times. He's landed that a few times. Yeah, man. he did. Yeah, he mastered that. It's pretty crazy. crazy. What a move. Um, yeah, I know, I know, right? right? <laughs> yeah, to think to do that, even in a hockey fight. If I thought to do that or something, I would end up getting a kick right in the chin as I'm like leaning in or something. Yeah, you'd, you'd be 05, 05 and one now. 05 and one instead of 04 and one. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Um, speaking of the Sedins, real quick, we'll, we'll, we'll get going here. But uh, were they, would you say they were the two best players you ever played with or one of, either one of them best player? Because uh, you played with a lot of, you played with a lot of good players. I, I man, I had some good tandems like the Sedines, Taves and Kane, G and Jake. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, I forgot about Tate. Yeah, I forgot about I, that. I played with some some really really good tandems. Kane uh, Kaner's mitts aren't that soft though. Eh? Uh, him and well, him and Panarin. Sorry, I should say when I was oh, there. Oh, you played a Panarin. That's right. Yeah, like the two of them, it was just stupid in practice. But um, yeah, I, I think the Sedines are right there with the, like I, I would almost put them above. Just when I was there in twenty, you know, a year after they went to the Stanley Cup, twenty twelve, like those next two, three years, they were still, still really, really elite. And, um, you know, for me, like as good of players as they were, they would always like chirp each other, how they weren't good about stuff. And it was like, <laughs> kind of, kind of mind blowing to me how you like, ah, <laughs> and you can't pass and hand can't score. You got a terrible shot. And it's like, they That's would always great. chirp each other. And it was so awesome. It was like, here's yeah. the two best players in the world talking like they're not that good. As if like it's a couple of beer league guys going out. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. And I, it's, it was so fun to play when, when I would get to see them play. Dude, those guys could play with their eyes closed together. Oh, my God. Insane, I mean, the passes they made. I mean, I don't know. It was just it just blew my mind away. Every single time I saw them play, I yeah. was just like, this is awesome. Like, I, I felt know. lucky I'm on the bench. I, know. I, felt, I felt lucky every day of my life. It, yeah. But it I was felt the awesome. same way. I felt this like just to watch him in practice every day. I just, oh man, it was, it was, it was a treat. Like to, I was the guy volunteering, like, okay, power play needs some dummies to go stand there and let us pass. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go out there. Like, yeah. And it's, it's incredible how good they were and no disrespect to them. Like they were not great skaters, both of them. Like, right. Right. Yeah. Right. Not great That's skaters true. at all. And they just were so smart. The way they could play was just, it was so entertaining. And, I've never seen anybody still to this day take a beating the way they did and just get abused by everyone about how soft they were. Like these guys could not get a call ever. No matter what the score, like they could not get a call. Like they would be three guys on them, slashing them. And it's like, 
they had this reputation and even with the refs i would assume that they're like wow they're they're soft they're, they're like, soft yeah Hey, they were, they were Berkey. Berkey lost it the one time, you know, uh, in the playoffs, <laughs> I think, or I, I forget what year it was, but Berkey was like, good God, man, they're just getting abused out there, not getting any calls. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oh yeah, we well we do need to. When you played in the Netherlands, you got a pretty cool nickname, <laughs> Dutch Gretzky. You know what? Like it's so funny, and I've told the story before that. Um, I mean, I, I like I went to Vancouver. I didn't pay any attention. It was my first year in the NHL. I didn't pay any attention to the uh, NHLPA stuff or the lockout. I was like, oh, there's not going to be a lockout. I didn't pay any attention. And I went to Vancouver three weeks before training camp. I'm in great shape. I was like, man, I just played my first year in the league. Here we go. And it was like four guys in Vancouver, like two days before training camp. You know, most yeah. guys are there at least a week before you got almost the whole right. team. Nobody's there. And I was like, wow, this is probably pretty serious here. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> Might be. <laughs> I, went, I went home and I was like, I, I just actually, my lake house now, I just bought my lake. I was enjoying it all summer. I come back in September. I say, well, it's still nice though. This is kind of cool. A month goes by or like middle of October and like doesn't look like we're playing anytime soon. And I call my agent. I was like, yeah, I, I got to go play somewhere. Like this is kind of ridiculous because I, I the way the ruling was I couldn't go play in the American League because I, I think I, right. I don't know if I played three games or whatever it was. And I told him, I said, uh, I think it was like Wednesday. I was like, find me a team. I don't care where it is. I want to be on a plane by Friday. It's like, I, I just want to go play. I don't care where it is. I don't care what I'm getting paid. I, I just want to go play. <laughs> he called me back like, Three hours later, he's like, I actually have a team that's uh, right beside Amsterdam. Oh, and, and I was like, uh, well, that might work. Uh, let me let me see. Let me see what else you got. Should have called Riley. Me. He would have. Yeah, exactly. he, he, was, he was like, uh, well, I, I don't know. They had another another guy was supposed to go when he bailed. And he's like, maybe the, the GM will call you. So the GM calls me and um, kind of like twisted my arm a little bit. Like he was just sounded like a super nice guy. And again, I didn't, I didn't think it was going to be that long. So I was like, yeah, I'll come. I went, I showed up there. They had like a press conference. Like I was Henrik Sedin coming there. Like come on. It, was, 
it was ridiculous. But oh man, I had so much fun there. And Lauren came with me too. So like we, we were kind of just started dating, well, maybe a couple months. And I was like, ah, oh, come come to Amsterdam for a, a week or two. I literally didn't think I was gonna be there that long. Ended up staying three and a half months, and I had I had the time of my life, like amazing oh, people awesome. got treated so well. Uh awesome. and Netherlands is just a awesome better, better than Sweden. Um yeah, I mean, I'm biased. I had a much better time in, in, yeah, in the Netherlands. Yeah. And, uh, you lit it up, too. So that's probably yeah, helpful. Was, you know, like the richest guy in the country, like, owned the team. So, like, oh, okay, perfect, right. like people chirp the, the, the you know, the Netherlands League. But I'm telling you, I had way more resources in the Netherlands League than I did in Sweden. Wow. That's interesting. You don't hear about the, yeah, the Netherlands League at all, eh? You, you, don't, don't, hear about you, don't, you don't hear anything. They only have the, the one team is the only team that pretty much pays players. And uh, the, the company's the Destel that, that the guy owns. And, uh, well, it's one of his companies. And, like, you know, they work at they work at the factory and then they come to practice. And then they're, like, the only guys that are getting paid. Um, but it was, <laughs> it was it was fun. I had such a good time there. That's awesome. I bet. Yeah, that's great. It's pretty, pretty cool nickname, too. Yeah, I know. Anybody still <laughs> call you that? Yeah, well, I, I get it sometimes, but it was like Vancouver was like chirping me about it. So when I came back, that's like the media, Vancouver media started it. Yeah, uh, they were like, they're like, oh, you scored four goals the year before. Like, my, then I, I, I didn't care. Like, whatever, you chirp me all you want. But I was yeah. more upset that they were like kind of making a mockery of, of, of the league in the Netherlands. Like, the people were so good to me. And like, you know, they probably didn't, well, they might have followed Danny Chell, but now they're like following me and they're reading this and people are making fun of their league. And, and I, yeah, that was probably yeah. the most. That's a shame. Yeah, that's brutal. That's brutal. Um, real quick, uh, I just wanted to touch on that that brawl. How did how did all that start? Did it just start because they put he's he they turn in the sheet to you guys and you see he's got all the the cement starting? Is that what yeah. happened? Yeah, it was weird. Like we didn't play them or wasn't like, and nothing was going on. I, I guess, you know, they were having a hard time in Calgary. Well, Hartley's just a fucking idiot. I mean, yeah, sorry, he but does, he is. He <laughs> Excuse me. So Torch just came in and was like, um, they're starting uh West Garth, McGratton, uh whoever else they had out there. Yeah. And he goes, uh, we're starting uh Weiser, uh Tommy Sestito, uh Callan Lane, gotta throw you out there. Uh Bjaxa and uh I think it was Garrison or something, but we kind of and he didn't even say anything. He's like, I gotta start oh, you. okay. I, so he didn't I, say I, anything. Okay. No, he's like, I gotta start you guys. I gotta put you know, gotta start you. And it's like I thought it was funny. It was like, it was, it, it was excellent. Like, yeah. And and the, the funny part about it was Torts never like, never would have, would have like been on the bench and being like, yeah, go fight that guy now. But he would be like, you know, he's, he's not stopping anybody. Right. And then he came in after and he's like apologizing to us. He's like, sorry, we, sir, I shouldn't have done that to you guys. I shouldn't have done it. It was like, it, it, it was, it, that was the first time I think I've ever seen a coach be born vulnerable, sorry, and actually be, real which i loved i respected the shit out of it like i said because you know everybody yeah. understood what their job was the building went crazy like oh yeah oh man i uh, do i mean you still that that pops up on my feed and i watch it like i mean it's it's no one's it's turning just, their head to that which the league no, needs yeah. to realize but i agree um, i like we could use a little more of that to be honest yeah, with you. Okay. it was crazy and then i mean then the whole thing in the hallway where you know like it's cool oh, yeah, because right? like yeah. i've been there so many times and i'm like oh my god like, I you know, gonna rip towards his head off yeah <laughs> i know and big urns like, yeah, trying right? to get a hold of towards yeah Holy oh, shit. and that hartley's just in the back like oh, you just almost wish the seas would have parted and, yeah. and see what I, happened but uh yeah. I, I bob hartley uh never did anything to me i don't i don't know the man but uh 
I just remember when he coached in uh, Hershey, he, he just did shit. And I, I can't believe, I guess he, he scared his players enough to where if you didn't do what he said, you, you were gone. I mean, he would yeah. bring guys up from the coast to try to fight Frank, the animal by Lois and he would just get their heads ripped off. I mean, he almost felt bad for the guys, you know, but they knew yeah. they had to do it. But I remember one night they had beaten us. It was the year two of the, of the Phantoms the year before the, give them credit. They won the Calder cup in the American league. And every time we played Hershey, it was sold out seven, 17,380 in the spectrum, but greatest building. I used to love that building. Um, and it was always sold out and we were pounding, we were pounding Hershey and he stood up in the third period and was doing like this with his ring from the year before. Oh, and I thought this was the greatest thing I ever saw Billy do. Billy, ah. Billy looked at him and was a like, fucking really. And he stood up and he pointed up to the, his Jersey hanging uh, in the hanging, fucking, yeah, right. in the, in the fucking, you know, the banner hanging up in the rafters yep. and the Stanley cup rings. And yeah. that place that I swear to God, the fuck thought the roof was coming off, but anyway, whatever <laughs> Hartley, but uh, yeah, he kind of, <laughs> started that shit but it, it was fun it. to watch it was fun to watch man yeah i mean well it was torts and and hartley i i don't know if it was before well it must have been before because torts was still with the rangers like you remember the jersey ranger one? Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so right. i'm i'm a, I, I don't know if it, if it stemmed from that like i think it was uh oh. Rust and bickle and um oh yeah i remember that one you remember that one yeah yeah so yeah, that was, yeah that was yeah, a good yeah, one right, too man that, that was a really yeah. good one a year before ours maybe two years before so yeah i mean they had a history that's of true it, so. yeah yeah it could have been yeah um so uh anyway you you, get, you end up in montreal you traded in montreal how was that experience uh I, that was that was like a turning point of my career um i think right before i got traded i had one of those you know maybe a couple of weeks before like again i was sitting there with lauren and, and we had hunter hunter is only a couple months old and i'm like i guess might be it like i might be done in the league like you know, we start talking, maybe, maybe we go to Russia next year. Maybe we go to Switzerland. Like this might be it. Um, just the way things were going in Vancouver. And then I get traded to Montreal, Michelle Tarion, smoke in his mouth, oh brings, me in the, brings me in the first day. And he's like, I don't know a lot about you. And I was like, Oh, great. And, uh, he's like, that's, he's like, that's good for you. I'm, uh, I'm going to give you a chance. So fresh start, show me what you can do. And it was, it was awesome. Like, yeah. Gave me a chance to play. We never talked about fighting. Like I played with some good players. If I was having a good game, he moved me up the lineup. Um, and his whole time there, he did that. So he really, really, uh, yeah. him and, and Mark Bergerman, I, I owe a ton to them. That yeah, that's awesome. awesome, man. Because they, I'll tell you what, <clears throat> you hear a lot about uh, French Mike, as we call him. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, when he came to the Flyers, I was still the team. And I didn't know what to expect because I've heard what you just said. I've heard worse things you yeah. know like a lot of oh, bads yeah. more bad than good let's be honest sure. but that yeah. guy treated me great i will say i believe he it. was yeah every day walked in said good morning nasty in his french accent i don't want to try to do it because i don't know how to <laughs> try it it's it's it. Yeah. Yeah. well i can tell you what he'd say he'd say uh he'd say uh now let's see that let's see that phone what you got yeah and if yeah. I'd, yeah. Find, <laughs> I'd find somebody go tap or neck nasty i love you <laughs> You know, he loved, he loved to see something if something was on there. Uh, yeah, he, he he, like I said, man, he he treated me awesome. He really did. Every day when he left, he'd come by. He didn't have, you know, they don't have time to yep. do that all the time. But I, he, he really treated me well, man. Always did. I, so. and, and I like what I liked about him uh, just from a player's perspective is like, you know, you had the like 
Vino, who didn't say anything to me. And then we had Torts, who was just telling you to fuck off. And then Michelle would actually, you know, you start to slide for two games. You're not playing well. He calls you into the office. I don't think you're playing well. Like, you got to get going or I'm going to take you out of the lineup. Like, there was right. no, like, well, I don't talk to you for a month. And then you're out of the lineup. And then good luck getting an answer from there. Like, you know, like he yeah. was just, this is what I need for you. I need you to do this. You're going to do this. You're going to play. But it was like yeah. kept in contact with the players and kind of, I mean, you're having a bad week. Like, come on, you got to get going. Like, it was, it was to me, I, he was the, the best coach. I had the most success there. And I, I again, yeah, I owe a ton to him. Yeah, yeah boy, you had a really over. hot start uh, the one year um, there with him. Yeah, I was, I was playing a ton. I think I had, uh, I might have had nine goals in the first eight games. Yeah, uh, it was crazy. Like, I was like, man, but that's awesome. I, yeah, it was, it was, it was like, I had a good year the year before. I kind of, I, I got off to a good start. I got a little cold by the end of the year, had a good playoffs. And then there it was like, I don't know. I just felt like I, 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 I was ready to take my game to the next level. I was playing with some good players. I played with uh, David Dernay and Thomas Fleischman. Fleischman came in on a PTO and our line was lights out in exhibition. And we started the season just like that and took off. And it was, it was just kind of like, and I was playing in a third line role, second line. I got on the power play, scored a couple of yeah. power play goals. So it was kind of like, man, I'm finally in a good position. I'm finally getting a chance to play. And, um, obviously having a coach that believed in you still. So he was, he was trying to get opportunities. So it was, it was awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. You, when you talk about uh, the communication with uh, Terry and like, you see, it seems so simple, right? Like all a player wants is to know where he stands. Like how hard is that to just communicate? Even if it's hard for you to say, you're not playing well, like just let the guy know. Like, yeah. It's Cause it's helpful for the whole team. I mean, yeah. You know, sometimes where like you think you're playing okay, but realistically, if the guy comes in and tells you like, fuck, I need you to like be a little more physical. Like I need to do this. Like, then you're like, okay, maybe I wasn't playing as well. Cause you can kind of, it's 82 games. Nobody expects you to be on fire every night or doing, you know, exactly what you need every night. But it's, it's nice to just know some certainty of like, need this, need this, need this. Like I went three and a half years with Dave Haxtall and I like, I couldn't tell you what this guy wanted, what he needed, what like nothing. So it was it was there's there's two extremes with those two guys. Yeah, that's just challenging yeah. when you don't know. Like you said, like you think you're playing okay, yeah, until you're not, and they're not playing, and then they pull you out of the lineup and be like, "What the hell?" A, a little pep talk could help me out a little bit, you know. Any isn't kind that, of, any isn't talk, that, isn't any that your job as a coach is to kind of get you engaged? I don't know. Right? Yeah, and, and everybody's different, right? Like I think that's the you see the best coaches. Like I, I love watching John Cooper. Is like right all the time, like this guy's different from this guy, and I need to handle this guy different. Like some coaches are like, "I'm going to coach all." 23 players the exact same way and it's just not going to work for you it's not going to work that's, that's for right. sure um quickly uh you and luch big luch the big rivalry you were talking about it earlier you uh were able to get under his skin and him and thorny cakes uh our buddy thorny <laughs> um but uh man that you did your job i mean you were doing what you were supposed to be i mean that's the idea like he not only was he a big tough guy but he was a he, guy scored goals and he was yeah, a big part of their team and you guys yeah. beat him Huge. And and I think it's, it kind of stems back from when I was with Vancouver the year before, like we had another brawl with Van, Vancouver, Boston. I was in on that one where, um, ah, what was it? I think it was Burroughs stick somebody on the way to the bench. It was the first time after. No the, way. No way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shocker. <laughs> shocker. <laughs> it was the first game uh, Vancouver played Boston after the Stanley cup. So 2012. And I remember that one too. And um, you know, we had, we had an all American line that was on fire. Uh, Kessler booth and uh, Higgins. And Vino comes in, goes, uh, Kessler, uh, Higgy, you're on the left. Weiser, you're starting on the right. And I'm like, ah, oh, geez. 
It's like, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> kind of like they like, you know, they got beat up the year before in the finals. Boston absolutely dominated them. We like, I'm the only thing remotely close to like, not an enforcer by any means, but anybody like a willing combatant and we have nobody else. So I'm like, okay, who's, who's on the other side here? Like I know Thornton, I know uh, McQuaid, um, you know, they had three or four pr- yeah. pretty, pretty legit guys. Yeah. And I go up with Marshawn and I'm like, okay, like this, how's this going to go? And like, he doesn't say a word. I'm like looking around. McQuaid wasn't on D. It's like, okay. So the first shift, nothing happens. Then I think it was the second shift. Burrow sticks him on the bench. Uh, Chara, Horton, uh, Lucic, Thornton. Uh, their lineup was ridiculous. And we had like, you know, we had nobody. And you could, I mean, people again can go watch that one. That one was good. Like one guy on top from Vancouver and then three, four, five. Everybody <laughs> dog pile. I ended up fighting uh, Nathan Horton. And then I, when I came out of the box, Horton standing beside me. I don't know. Still to this day, he probably thinks I fake glove dropped him, but I was going to fight McQuaid. McQuaid's like, we're going. I was like, okay. I was like, I'm going to pick the, the, the least of the two evils here that I think. <laughs> yeah, right. So I was like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll fight you. And then all of a sudden, Thornton drops his gloves, and I'm like, what is going on here? I didn't, I didn't agree to this. So, <laughs> yeah, I did not. So I, had I a, didn't I had sign a, up for this one, boys. Yeah, and it wasn't like – and even Marshawn after the game was like, yeah, I think Thornton kind of goaded him in there because, you know, he was agreeing to fight McQuaid. It was like, at least – you know, he kind of stood up for me. It didn't make me look like right. too big. Of a so like, <laughs> not, a, not, a, not a lightweight either. But um, no, yeah, so I had him wound up from that day on. Then when I went to Montreal, I mean, it, Thornton, like that line of uh, oh, who was it? Dan Pae, uh Campbell, and Thornton, like yeah. the, yeah. what they Marlowe line. Like they were unreal. Yeah. When they yeah, won the they Stanley were. Cup, they were playing 13, 14 minutes a night. Yep. So I, I had to get that line off their game a little bit. And then Lucic thing kind of just kind of came about in the playoffs there. But it was – Man, I had like Thornton was scree every warm up of that series. He was screaming at me in warm up, like, oh, I'm sure he's falling at the most. Oh, he was so wound up. And I think because I wouldn't fight him, that was like, yeah, he couldn't get over it. So it was, it it was, that was a great series. That was probably the most fun I've had playing hockey. Yeah, Uh, that that was a good series. I remember, I remember watching that one. Um, so you ended up, well, you you talked about getting traded, you playing with Chicago with Kaner and Taves and and, uh, Panarin and those guys. But uh, you, your decision to come to Philly, um, what did that? How did that work out? Like, what 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 was the whole uh, game plan there? Yeah. So um, when I went to free agency, I probably had about ten teams uh, that were at three years at about the same number. Um, and I'm looking at rosters. I'm looking where okay, where like again, I took a step back in Chicago. I got traded there. Barely played again. I was like, yeah, I got to make sure I find a good fit here because yeah, I don't want to. So you got first. traded from Montreal there the year you were hot. Yeah, yeah, man. I had, yeah. I had fourteen goals in the forty-five games. Like I was, yeah. I was going to score twenty goals that year. Like, yeah, I was, I was pissed. I got traded. I never wanted to leave, but they never made me an offer. They made a great. I mean, it worked out for them. They had a great deal. But yeah. and I went to Chicago, barely played. So when I'm looking at teams, I'm looking at the roster. I'm like, hey, I got to find a way. I'm, and I'm not saying I'm going to play in a second first line. Like I just, I just want to find a good fit on the third line. Maybe I get on the second power play, kill some penalties. That's all I'm looking for. And Hexy right. uh, calls me. He was the first GM that I talked to. And kind of, um, man, he, he sold me right away. Like, after I talked to Hexy, I always obviously wanted to play in Philly. Being a role player, like, looks like a great hockey city. I love the team. I think it's a good roster. I think I can fit. So, And after I talked to Hexy, it was kind of a wash from there. I was like, told my agent, I said, okay, let's push some other teams and and, and see if we can get to four years. Uh, I think we had four or five come back at four years. But I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go with Philly because I just, to me, Hexy sold it. I, I liked it. And 
Um, and I was pumped, man. I was excited. Yeah. I remember, I remember you came there. Obviously you and I hit it off, uh, right away. Um, you're always great to, great to the staff. Great to me. Um, and you were well liked in the room as well. Um, it was a tough time here then. Cause it, it was just, it was, we were supposed to be rebuilding. I remember the first year, I think, uh, Hex was here. Chief had taken over. Um, you missed chief, correct? Yeah. You missed chief. Yeah. Cause you were, you were Montreal. Uh, but uh, we made the playoffs that year. The next year we didn't, didn't have the greatest lineup, but you know, we didn't make the playoffs. So chief, you know, he kind of got the bad end of that whole thing. I, I didn't really like that. I don't think a lot of guys did, but it, you know, it's the business, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, he kind of, he was kind of saying to me, if we don't make playoffs. He's, he's going to fire me. I can tell you right now. I'm like, no way, man. Like, like not nothing against any of the guys. We just didn't have that lineup yeah. that you didn't have enough. You know, yeah. Uh, we didn't have enough and um, great, great core, but not, you know, just not enough. I don't think, but uh, anyway, um, hack comes in, you sign and we just, we did make the playoffs. I think a couple of times while hack was here in the four years, four and a half years he was here, but uh, was it the best of times in Philly? You know, like as you were kind of alluding to earlier. Yeah, it was, it was weird. And, and, I think maybe I could feel it right away when I came in there because I came from Chicago where, I mean, you look at the nucleus that they had. Like, that was yeah. that was awesome. Like, as soon as you walk in that room, spend 20 minutes, or you see why they won. Like, that is a team. And mm. I walked into Philly, and it was just kind of a weird – I had a weird vibe on the team. I don't know what it was. I even – I wish I could, like, quoted this. I could – like, I'm predicting the future. But I was like – I was talking to my dad. He's like, ah, oh, how's things going? I was like, man, so we got a weird vibe on this team. I don't know what it is. And I still don't have the answer of what it was. But we, we had some good teams um, when I was there, and we just never lived up to it. And right. if I had to point to one thing that I thought was the issue, um, I, I think it's accountability. And, and Hack didn't hold enough guys accountable. And aside from my bias, and, and me and him didn't have a real great working relationship, I just – there wasn't enough accountability on on the guys that were carrying the team to me. And that's where it's got to start. If, if When I was in Chicago a couple months earlier, you know, we're in the playoffs – Quenville comes in, he's calling out Kane and Taves. Hmm. You're going to get a response. And in Philly, it was like we're rotating the bottom guys on the lineup and we're blaming those guys. Yeah, you know, I know. On the game at four minutes, you know, you can take one out and, you know, there's a change anything. Where, like, you know, and, and uh, I was sitting in stands for like a month and a half. They brought up like Tyrell Goldborn at one point from the American League, like, good, good on him. Like, but it was so weird. You're paying a guy two and a half million dollars to sit in the stands. You're bringing up a guy in the minors that probably isn't a, a, a full-time NHLer. Like it was just so many weird things went on there. And um, actually had some interesting ways of running a team. So they were, yeah. We keep hearing never, more and more. <laughs> I never saw anything like that. Yeah. yeah. You know, like <clears throat> I will say this and I've said it before. Cause, cause people ask me, I, from my side of things, he was my boss. Well, he was everyone's boss. So some things I thought I knew him since I was a kid. So I got a little different side of Hexy when it was him and I, like we had a great relationship. I actually really had a good relationship with Hexy and I still do. Um, He, he liked to be hands-on. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes he would say stuff to me and, and then I would never do it in front of anyone else, but him and I, like I would joke with him about it, you know, and he would laugh. I'm like, yeah. he would always kid around about, 
Oh, Dino was crazy. He was so like on top. I'm like, Dino. I said, what about you? Oh, fuck, fuck that, D. That's not me. You know, like we would kid yeah. around about that stuff. But for me, I always tell people like he was my boss. He had rules. I didn't. I thought some of them are a little odd, but yeah. he was my he was my boss. So yeah, I just yeah. did what he said and yeah, I got along fine with him. But I know what you mean from the player side. I know it was I mean, players have said it before when we've when we've had them on. You know, it was just uh, some things they thought were were odd. And yeah, it was different. It was different. different. It was different. Yeah, I, I got yeah. you know what I, I got I got no ill will towards Hexy too. Like I'm I'm not um I, I'm I'm not saying anything about him. I just thought it was we had some weird there was weird things that like you wouldn't see on any other team. I mean, you know, one time yeah. I think he got, he got mad at me one time. I I thought you were there. Where like I gave a stick away to a kid at the practice ring. Oh, was like, yes. it was no, more than no, once. No, no. Yeah, it was more than once. And it was like he was getting mad about it. And it was like, this is the NHL, man. Like we're we're trying to sell the game. Like we got a little kid there. Like, come on, man. You yeah. got mad at me for it. I think me and you oh, talked about God. it. I thought it was me and you, but yeah, no, no. It, it was. There was there was one time Weezy. Uh so I don't think he understood. So I don't think he understood. We had game sticks that stayed with the game equipment. Yeah. And then we had the practice sticks. Um, but he, I will say this about Hexy. He didn't, my budget, if he would say, do do we, will it make us better? Will it, do the guys really need it? I'd say, yeah, he goes, go ahead. He was great that way. That yeah. was things you guys didn't okay. see, but yeah. um, it was funny when it. he would get on me about the sticks. Cause it happened a lot. <laughs> And one time he happened to be out on his perch and poor <laughs> yeah. TK's a rookie. Oh, and he's got, and he had, you know, what I would do is say you played a game with a game stick. It stayed there, but I would leave like four on your rack. So the yeah. next game, when you cut a new stick, I'd take the last <coughs> one off, take it to the practice ring. So you yeah. had about 10 on your practice on your rack. Oh yeah. Fine. So, Fine. I mean, you guys were practicing with the same stick. So, you know, they would get beat up because practice, you're actually using them way more than you do in a game realistically. And, you know, you're taking yeah. extra shots, you're doing all this shit. Anyway, long story short, poor TK is 19 years old. He hands, he goes in, he takes his back sticks off and he gives one to one kid, one to another. Well, by the time he ca he came around to my office to ask me a question and my phone's ringing, I said, Hey, don't, hang on, bud. It's X. And I put it on speaker and he goes, Deke. Cause he called me Deke. He yeah. goes, you tell that TK. And I'm like, hitting, <laughs> sticking the speaker <laughs> off. <laughs> Cause that's kids already. His eyes are like this. Right? Yeah, he's panicking. He's yeah, saying, he's saying he just gave two sticks away. We don't just, we can't be just giving. And I, I said, yep, I got you. I'll, I'll let him know. And TK, meanwhile, standing right in front. He can still hear him. So yeah, well, he, yeah. TK's looking at me. I said, I'll take care of it. Don't worry. And so I'm like, I told Hex later. I said, Hex, they, those sticks were broken, man. They were on the back of his rack. They're actually on the wall to go to my gray. Like yeah. he's like, wow, fuck Deke. These guys just throwing, you know, giving stuff. We, you know, we got charities. And I said, I, you're right. I understand. And yeah. then he was mad at me. And then later, I think it was a game day that night. He came in and he always came in at the same time. And we'd sit there and oh. shoot the shit for oh, about yeah. 10 minutes. I'd make fun of his suit. He had on cause he was bad yeah. and he would laugh, you know? And, uh, he goes, Hey, I didn't mean to get on you today, but you know, your dad was tough on me. You know, I'd go to, I'd go back to Winnipeg and, and, uh, I would ask for a stick, you know, for my family. And he'd be like, well, all right, but you, you gotta be, you gotta be like your dad when it comes to these guys and those sticks. And, but so I know what you mean. It was kind of funny. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it was, it was different times, but, uh, 
It was. Yeah, I, we, I, I was happy to have you, and I, we had a pretty good group. I mean, for the main, most part, we had a good oh, group, yeah. guys. We, we had, had a some great fun. Time. Oh, yeah. we had a ton of fun. I had a ton of fun. I, 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 you know what? I probably think I was living in uh, what was I? I was living in Cherry Hill. It's probably yep. out of any of the places I lived. That's probably my favorite place I lived. I absolutely loved nice. living there. Like it was just the setup there is great. Like I had yeah. a outside of hockey, I had an unreal time there. Like I, yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, we we did have some good time. I was thinking the other day something popped up on my feed when uh, you and myself and uh, we took Huggy and DZ, the old the old high waters girl. You got to put the high waters on DZ. Thinks when he's in the when he's in the lineup, he says that it's flooding. It's flooding in there from all the women. And uh, we took Huggy to an establishment owned by our buddy. There's one here in Philly, and got the cigars going and Huggy's trying to puff on a cigar. He damn near <laughs> chokes oh, himself man. out. <laughs> I think he inhaled it. <laughs> oh hugs. man. Yeah. I think that was, uh, that was the outdoor game there in Pittsburgh. I think. Is that what it was? Yeah. 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 yeah you're right. That That's that, exactly that was what it was. That's right. Yeah, that was good time. Uh, I like it was that. good time, man. I, um, <laughs> I was, I was thinking too about when you were here, we, uh, we had a rookie party in van. Speaking of van, you spent a lot of time there. Oh, we had a, we had a good time. Uh, you know, we went to dinner. Did we end up at Roxy? Probably. I, yeah, we, we might have. Yeah. No, I no, think, we went, uh, no, we we went to that. I don't even know. What's that guy's place. name? He has that. He Not took Peter's, us. 12 West. 12 West. The West. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. You, oh, God. What's that actor now? I'll never. Ah, it'd take me too long to remember that actor. And there's an actor sitting there with a young girl. McDovney? Cadovney? What's his name? He's a Canadian <laughs> guy. What's his name? I have no idea. Nas McLovin? <laughs> Not McLovin. McCovney. He was on X Files. That was the name of the show. Oh, David Duchovny. David Duchovny. Sorry. Right, right, right. Nice. Good call. And he was uh, sitting uh, there. He, that was good, Riggs. He was sitting <laughs> at the bar. We were all having drinks before we went back to have the dinner. That's what it was. And I and I I knew who he was from the X Files, but then I ended up watching a show that I loved. He was in a little bit later. And I was like, man, if I would have known he was in that show, I would have probably tried to bother him just to say what's <laughs> up because I, I loved him in the show. But anyway, uh, we had some good times, man. Uh, Michael Raffle, like what a beauty oh, yeah. this guy was. Like you got to play with the Raft Daddy. Yeah, he's 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 the most unique guy I think I ever played with by far. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was entertaining. He, he was entertaining, he, man. He just, you didn't have many bad days, that guy. He was, you know, no. even if, if things weren't going well for him, he, uh, he was just a guy who was so much fun to be around. He was, man. I was going to ask you, we, we kind of had written down, like, who, who was one of the funniest guys you played with? In your uh, funniest guy. I mean, Biaxa early in my career was, he's right up there. Um, I mean, PK Subban was funny to me. I thought he was, oh, hilarious. yeah, you guys are boys. Yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. 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 He's, he, he, I found, I found his stuff hilarious. Like, I never, some guys didn't like him for a lot of the stuff he did. I just found his stuff hilarious. Like this guy just, he loved playing. Outrageous. Yeah. He loved his life. Like he just was happy every day. And I it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, but I, I thought he was hilarious. Um, I mean, Raffle's pretty funny. Like G's got some good one-liners. G's, G's, he's funny. He's, he's got some one-liners. Yeah. I give it to him. Um, I'm trying to think who, who would be the funniest. I mean, DZ to me. I Yeah, think. he's, no, he's so lippy. Maybe you guys, I, so much I love, like, yeah, I love, I love hanging, hanging with you guys when we get to go do stuff on the road because 
he's so goddamn lippy. Like the shit he would say. I remember, I remember us being in Calgary. I think I, t- I think I said this when he was on uh, with us, but I'll never forget. I was going to meet you guys at the bar. You were saving me a spot. We had someone set it up and we had a, we had a full day off. Yeah. And uh, I get there and it's like DZ. Then there's a space and then there's you and you saved me a spot. So I come in, it's happy hour. And I sit down and the young lady comes over, you know, a good looking girl and some DZs obviously thinks he's in already. He hasn't even said a word. <laughs> <laughs> and he probably it's was. Automatic. It's automatic. And he, yeah. and he probably yeah. was. Some uh, but it was so funny because I don't think I laughed so good. I don't think I laughed so hard at anything he ever said, but the girl comes over and of course he throws out a little line and she's like, Oh, he goes, well, why don't you just take off and we'll pay you. We'll pay what you would make tonight. And you can join us. And he says, sit right here with me. And all right. He goes, have a seat. And she goes, Oh, you, you got space there. And he goes, Oh no, that's just for my wallet. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking lost Uh, it. She goes, Oh, Oh my God. He had, he had had so many good wallet jokes. Like he had so many They were just so funny. And he got ridiculous. You couldn't take it serious. Oh, awesome. I know. I know. He, he made me laugh. <laughs> he, he made me laugh a lot, man. But uh, anyway, man, I know you got to run. You got to, you got to get to practice. And uh, I miss you, brother. Uh, loved having you here. Uh, really appreciate you joining us, man, and uh, taking the time. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Great being on here. We uh, will have to do this again to, uh, Show yeah. up a couple more, couple more of the stories I got in the yeah, right. yeah, hell yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Great seeing you. Yeah, Great you too. You as well. Appreciate the it. Hey to the family, man. Everybody. Huntsy got that belt. He still got oh, the got championship. A, he's, got a, he's still got a couple. He's got a All couple. Right. All oh, right. Yeah. He's still in it. Is he still in the WWE? Ah, uh, he's not so much. I'm getting my little guy a little more into it, but he still watches. Oh, okay. We, okay. we still keep an eye on it from time to time. If there's a show, we don't miss it if it comes through Winnipeg, though. Yeah, there you go. Oh yeah, you you do whatever you want. I I probably like it more than them, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, brother, be good, man. Thank you so much. All right, thanks it. again. Thank A big thank you to our friend Dale Weese for hopping on. Weezy, nice see him again, Weezy. Yeah, yeah, miss that guy, man. He had a, you know, we didn't really, we didn't really get to talk about a whole lot of uh, his time here, but uh, he was. I think he's a better player than people gave him credit for um i really enjoyed him he was great in the room really good guy really treated me well um but uh it was uh we really appreciate him taking the time and join us man i i he's a he's a really funny guy too yeah, he is. Uh, obviously a lot of people don't know that about him but he really is he's a he's a funny dude good dude too good family guy uh great family so wheezy appreciate you brother yeah, yeah. No, it's it's always interesting when guys come to an organization later in their careers. You know, it's just like it's tough to keep up. You know that that prime time play, if you will, right? You come yeah. in a new organization, and you know whether the coach likes you or not. There's a lot of you know questionable variables there that you know can yeah help you or hurt you. And you know, it's uh, I think he was just you know t- kind of towards the end of his career and a challenging situation and unfortunate but he had a great career man you know he yeah. had some great years in, in montreal and vancouver and, he know, did um, he, he he uh i'll tell you man i think he was willing to do anything but i yeah. um like he said you know i don't know if the communication he felt like wasn't there so he was like w- w- you know which way am i going but uh um anyway i i enjoyed him 
I really yep. did. Um, I enjoyed his when he was here. I had a really good time with the guy. Um, so really appreciate him joining us, man. He's he's good, good man, good man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Riles, I gotta remind you, this Saturday, the Philadelphia Warriors are hosting their first ever military gala on the battleship New Jersey. Ooh. I'll yes. see you there, right, Nast? Why you got to do that? <laughs> yes, I'm supposed to be there along with you, but I have to go to Johnstown <laughs> with the Rebels, which I totally did not see on the schedule, and it's my fault. And I, I'm actually thinking about renting car, following the bus, and then trying to get back for the gala if I can. I'm not sure it's going to work out that way, but uh, like I said, it's their first ever military gala. And if you want to purchase purchase tickets, uh, go to flyerswarrior.com or go to uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and click on the link that they have on there. It's a huge event. Um, it's it's awesome. They're going to be dialed in with their with their. I think a lot of them wear their military suits or or you know it's a black, black tie. tie. And I actually bought a jacket. I think it came. I think it came here today. I haven't opened it yet, but I actually bought a special coat shiny black Ooh. oh yeah um i'll see you there i'll save you a spot now well i'll good. tell you you think i'm kidding like and i feel terrible because i i want to go and i honestly missed i don't know how i did it but uh i have to go with the rebels um to to johnstown for a road we play there friday saturday night and um i'm gonna see if i can make it work but uh Unfortunately, if I can't, I mean, I'm going to hate to miss it, especially it's their first one. And they're so pumped about it. And it's so cool. Those guys, we love them, man. You know, they're yeah. a big part of us and uh, try to do whatever we can for them. And they always do stuff for us. Um, love those guys, man. Yeah, Awesome, absolutely. awesome guys. And uh, it's going to be a blast. So please go again to uh, flyerswarriors.com or any of their uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Click on the link. And I uh, get your tickets. Uh, it's going to be a blast. They're going to have a fun. Those guys know how to have a good time. Too. Yes, they do. We, Hope we to see you guys that. there. Yeah. And, uh, also, we don't have everything in order yet, but we uh, we definitely know fans of Philly. We got some news coming with those guys. Joe DiMaggio, our boy. Yeah. Um, the outdoor game versus the Devils, uh, MetLife Stadium. And uh, also, which is going to be great because it's on my birthday or right there, day before, St. Patty's Day, we're going to be in Boston. Uh, that mm -hmm. is just going to be amazing. I uh, can't wait for that. So uh, just a little heads up on that. Our guys are fans of Philly, Riles. Can't wait for that. Yeah, yeah. Should be another good time. Yes, sir. Always a blast. It's it that is. time, Nass. It's that time. You've been holding off. You is it time? It's that time. It's time for Clear Questions brought to you by Clear Rum, brother. Go oh, to clearrum.com. And you know what you can get? What? Tell you me. can get, you use code nasty 2023 at clearroom.com slash shop and you get 35 percent off brother and i'm gonna tell you what it's the best drink going and that is the truth oh i know yeah i can see you drinking them all and then left you can't see when i'm drinking them i know you don't like to get into drinking but that's fine but i do and it is delish <laughs> i love it hydrate while you dehydrate that's right baby that's Stay right clear. you can use mix that water in mix the water in boys that's all you gotta do well, clear clear water. on, baby. Yep. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, let's go. Clear questions. First one, Super Dino Mike on Twitter asks, how does a player like Brad Marchand go his entire career without somebody taking his head off? 
Nah, you'd be all over his ass, wouldn't you? Yeah. Wow. I tell you what, man. That is a that's a really good question because no one really ever has gotten a hold of him. And yep. I had a chance of kind of getting to know him a little bit. And believe it or not, people are like, oh, they say this when I say it about Sid because everyone in Philly hates Sidney Crosby. But it, Brad Marchand is an unbelievable guy. Like he really is. I know he's nuts on the ice and I know he's, you know, he's done some questionable things. I get it. He's a competitor. Doesn't make the other, the other night. That was, I think he did a perp. I don't, I shouldn't say. Yeah. It looked, it looked bad. It looked bad. Um, But I don't know how he hasn't gotten killed. You played against him. How is he not? I, I I think about this all the time because it's always a new storyline with him involved and it's her, involving hurting somebody, licking somebody, or doing something outrageous. <laughs> and it's just so like, funny. to me, it was this is the exact reason that you have guys like Ryan Reeves still floating around. You know, this is it. Like you, but, you but, legitimately but, took out their one of their one of their better demon. I mean, well, like, you know, our boy, our boy uh, Rosie the other day, Jay Rose, Rose Hill. I, I saw his little spiel on this and he was right, man. Like there were other guys, like you're in Reeves spot. Like, are you going to grab Marshawn? No. Like when you were playing, you're a heavy, I mean, you're a heavyweight. It's tough for you to grab Marshawn. I will say this chief used to tell guys, if you want to fuck around, I'm grabbing your best player and I'm going to beat you. Oh, yeah, 100%. So, at, at least that you'd have to like, at least pretend to attempt to. Right, and there's and, several other guys that could. I mean, it's Brad Marchand. It's not like it's you know. Uh, I mean, he yeah. is an all star. He's a hell of a player. And someone said the other day he might be in the Hall of Fame at the end of this career. I mm-hmm. mean, he's that good of a player, and he's put up those numbers. But uh, I thought Rosie's point was was amazing. Like John Tavares is just sitting there. Dude, you're the fucking captain of yeah. the team. Like, stand up and say something. Like the the bench is sitting there. Yeah, and I think you know Rosie. Rosie went nuts, and and I I don't know how he has it to be honest with you because I, I know yeah. as you know watching him all these years you know being with the Flyers and you know he'd do stupid shit you're like someone like someone gonna do something but then maybe he does have guys protecting him too like he had Thority for years I don't know exactly. you know Luch, Luch is back Luch, yeah, Luch right, is yeah. back I mean I I don't know how he has it I really don't yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> that's a I great question because I'm sure he's not the only person asking themselves this that you know that same question uh i agree yeah he's dodged some bullets uh somehow like a cat he's got you know 100 lives <laughs> yeah, here and, got... uh, keeps going strong you know it's like yeah. you know I, I like his game i like i like where he's uh i like how he gets involved but some of that dirty stuff i just like geez, yeah. it's, it's just you know it's just uh it's unfortunate that stuff happens but um yeah, yeah great great question and uh we really feel is. the same way i'm not sure how it how he's been able to pull this off this long but moving on jersey yeah. mike on twitter asks i know you appreciate all your guests and most are friends but as you look back on all your episodes is there one guy who surprised you with an answer or you really learned something new about them thanks this is cheyenne oh sure Nas, what do you got there uh, first of all, hello, Shan and uh, Mike. They have a cool little show they do. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They interview a lot of guys. They're awesome. Um, I was fortunate enough to get interviewed by them one time. And um, 
Hello. That's a great question. One that I think I need like a few days to think about because yeah, um, lucky enough for us, we've, you know, we've had 133 episodes and there's been so many things that I think I've learned about some guys, even guys we knew. Um, I, man, that is such a good question. Uh, one thing that popped out in my head right away was, was, was Carter. <laughs> well, I know him and that, that he like, watches. That. Yeah. He watches, uh, what's her name? Ellen. Uh, Ellen. Yeah. I never knew that. I've known this guy since he was 18 and, you know, spent a lot of time with him and I had no idea. That was, that made me laugh. That how day. could you know that? And he had that. that in his back pocket well, how would exactly. I not know? Like he, <laughs> yeah. I can't believe he never said, Oh my God, I was watching, you know, watching Ellen today or something, you know, but, uh, that, that really surprised me, but I'm sure there's, there's been a million other ones, but uh, it's a great, great question. Do you, can anything pop out in your mind? Yeah. I mean, that's a tough one. Um, so many episodes and so many different stories. Um, and I probably need some more time to think about it, but, um, no, there was just just one uh, pops up with with Joel Farabee, um, not really knowing the guy that well and understanding you know his psychology. But remember, he talked about uh, how, how much he appreciates the, the fights and, and yeah. fighting in hockey, yeah. which I was like yeah. kind of surprised that you know not that he was like a soft guy by any means, but just like his attitude towards and how much he appreciated it kind of threw me off and uh, definitely definitely surprised. But we'll have to yeah, dig a little I, deeper too, maybe find a yeah. couple more. Yeah, it's um. It's funny because, you know, when he did say that, obviously I was there when he was, when he made, when he was on the team. And I do remember him fighting. I actually remember him fighting Marcus Felino, and I'm like, oh mm. no. And I remember Stewie um, saying to him, he kind of let you off the hook there, but I'm like, well, he outweighs him by 50 pounds. Yeah, I know. But, right. but, but Beezer Showed ran out. in there for a player. He mm -hmm. went in there for a teammate and you can't fault him. And, and you know, Marcus caught, did let him off the hook a little bit, but but it was kind of funny. Stewie said, and Stewie and Beezer are tight. He just said, "Man, I wouldn't let you off the hook." You know, I would. I, I probably would have finished. You know, but yeah, uh, right. it did surprise me. But I, I will say this about Beezer: I thought the way he played, now Hardy played. I, I thought for a newer age kid coming in, like this new era of player. Yeah. Um. Not that I'm not trying to say they're soft, but like he's an old school soul yeah he is yeah old way sure. he plays I and uh, he has shown since then he will drop the mitts um but you're right that's a that's a great one um him saying that that uh that did kind of surprise me yeah and we'll have to that's dig a little deeper and think about this a little more because there's probably a bunch more of the yeah uh, yeah for I'm sure thinking about but uh great 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 question appreciate yep. it and then the last one here mike pole on twitter wants to know do you feel torts is devaluing frost with the recent benchings and we talked about this a few times now. What are your thoughts? You're not, I, I mean, I really do. I don't know what I'm missing. Um, in his game, maybe I'm just totally wrong. I, I don't know. It's just my opinion. I don't give a shit what anybody thinks. Uh, I think he's definitely is. I think he's an NHL player. And I think when he has been in, he's, he's played well. I know he doesn't have any points. That doesn't help the cause. Um, but I, I definitely, you know, maybe just torch is just trying to get him going. Um, I thought when we went to the game, I thought he looked great. I mean, mm -hmm. he was making plays. Um, and again, you played the game. You maybe can answer that a little better, but I, I, I love Frosty's game. I really do. I think he's an NHL player. Yeah. I mean, I agree. And I, and I do think it's devalue him. I just don't think torts really gives two shits, you know? I mean, I, I, at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's a, it's a business. And if he thinks that 
he doesn't deserve to be in the lineup. I, I don't think that he really cares about the the outcome, you know, for him personally. I think it's right. someone's got to sit out. And, yeah. you know, it's it lands up being frosty right now. Um, is it devaluing him? Probably. It's never good when you're sitting out of the lineup. But, um, you know, if you're asked towards that question, I'm sure he'd be like, well, this is for the best of the team. And he's not performing enough. And, that's the bottom line, but um, do I think he's devaluing him? For sure, it is. I mean, anytime you're sitting out, it's no, it's no good for, it's yeah. no good for uh, your situation. But uh, I'd like to think, you know, coming back in the lineup, um, that he he needs to respond in in, in a way that he stays in the lineup and that he's never going to be pulled up back out of the lineup. You know, so yeah, it's a challenge. You know, it's a challenge for him, and you know, I think every young player gets into these situations where they're they're challenged by their coach and they're expected to raise their level of play and this is that opportunity i know he's been in and out kind of a few times and we've we've had this conversation before but um a quick way to you know increase your value is to come back in the lineup and you know tear it up and you know earn more minutes and and play and play in uh more situations so yeah, that's up. That's up to him. You know, he is an NHL player, and he just yeah. needs to you know, find his game and get that confidence back. You know, we talked to him last year. He's just about confidence. He felt confident, and he's yeah. not. I mean, uh, obviously not when you're out of the lineup. Uh, you know, um, this much. So, wish him the best, and hopefully, comes yeah. back and tears it up. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I do too. He's a he's a good player. Yeah, and I think he's he's at that age too, where the hope is right now, what another two years, we're going to be right there. He's, he's not going to be too old. Right. You know, he's going to hopefully be right in his prime. If he, if he's able to, hopefully he's here and yeah, exactly. things start going his way. Um, so all the best frosty boy. Yeah. Love you, man. He'll be, he'll be um, all right. Thank you guys for the questions, man. Yeah. Great questions. Thank everyone for the questions. Yeah. And that's a wrap nest. That's it. That's it. I don't want to end it. I just want to keep going. We'll a lot of hockey. A lot of hockey. <laughs> a lot of hockey. Just, just talk to yourself. You're yawning. You're, I'll just sit here and talk. Yeah. Keep the recording going. You can stay there. Yeah. I'll say my goodbyes. Episode You'll 133 in the books. <laughs> it's in the books. Make sure you guys go to all of our platforms. Please like, comment, um, share it, whatever you want to do. We appreciate all of you. Until next week, episode 134. Stay safe, knuckleheads. See ya. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Market.